In the beginning, there was darkness. Then, there was Paul Brown. Paul Brown transformed the game. Hello, Paul Brown here. Welcome to the first ever International Browns Podcast. Good morning, Cleveland. It's game day. Washington Redskins versus the Browns. And I'm here with an NFL fan from England who's a Washington Redskins fan. Bobby Walker, how are you, sir? I'm good, thank you, mate. How are you? How is yourself? Yeah, really good, mate. And uh, are you going to stay up all night and watch the game? Of course, of course. I wouldn't miss it. You know, it's uh, football's back. You know, I watched the Hall of Fame game. It didn't quite say, you know, what I'm <laughs> missing. And I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing the Burgundy and Gold back out there against your Browns. Excellent. What time's um, we starting off tonight? Is it uh, 12.30? Um, I, I think I think it might I think it might start one a.m. or or half twelve. It's it's one of the two. So yeah, I've got yeah half twelve half twelve. I've got it. I've got it kicking off. So yeah, it'll, it'll be it'll be it'll be a good one. Definitely, I'll be staying up for that one hundred and ten percent. Excellent. And uh, quick prediction before we start, we're going to go into uh, uh, some key players to watch out for on your team. What's your views of the Browns? Your views of the Redskins, uh-huh. and then the last of all, what um, what games you're going to this year? But let's let's start off with um, predictions. Uh, what, what predictions are you going for the, the uh, win loss t- tonight? You know what? I'll, I'll be honest. Nothing against the Browns. You know, we was talking before. I got a lot of love for them, but I'm gonna have to go with the Redskins just because I feel like we're not gonna see Baker at all. You know, he's gonna be pretty rested, but. The Redskins at the minute have a real QB battle going on. So, you know, I kind of expect them to come with a bit more fire that first game because, you know, these are three guys at quarterback that are playing for a starting role. Whereas, you know, I think Baker's pretty much solidified himself as one of the best young talents in the NFL. So, you know, I'm going to have to go with the skins because we might just have that competitive edge on you tonight. We'll have to see. I, mate, do you know what? I don't think... Um, I'd be interested to see if Baker actually starts tonight. So, um I reckon we may give um, our other quarterbacks a bit of a run out for the first game. Yeah, no, this this is what I mean. I reckon, you know, you're going to kind of stick some people on who know they're battling for second, whereas the Skins have, you know, guys out there battling for, for a starting role. So, you know, nothing against the Browns. I just think, you know, the Redskins QBs are just going to bring it a bit more and we're going to walk away with the win. All right, well, look, I'll... Uh... Uh, I'll leave it as that. I'll, I'll get the comp- competitive pull out a bit later on. And uh, But tell us a little bit about um, what players sh- should we be watching out for today? Sure. So, of course, as I kind of led to before, you have the uh, battle at quarterback um, between, you know, ex-Browns third-round pick, I believe, Colt McCoy, uh, Dwayne Haskins and Case Keenum. And, you know, the, the real battle at the minute is between Colt and Dwayne. And uh, Colt's kind of leading that one. And the Redskins just released their depth chart and he's actually up there. But, you know, really three guys who are really trying to make an impact. I've got Jimmy Moreland. He was our seventh round pick out of James Madison. He's actually picked all three quarterbacks in this um, training camp so far. And he's really pushing on our, you know, third cornerback to, to, to come in and be the slot starter. Then we've got a freak called Donald Parham at tight end. 
He's actually undrafted from Stetson University, which is a Division II uh, school. But he's six foot eight, two hundred and thirty-seven pounds, and still runs a four point six forty. So yeah, you could kind of call him a unicorn in terms of physical stuff. I just, you know, we got to see what his hands are like and how he blocks. And then lastly, we have uh, Cole Holcomb. You know, Ruben Foster uh, sadly went down for us with an ACL, pretty much the first snap of training uh, of like the um, mandatory camps. So he's our fifth round pick out of UNC, and he actually finished with 105 tackles and on the all A, A um, excuse me all ACC second team. So you know they're three guys that I kind of expect to see because not all the starters will be out, and you know watch for them to really try and nail down a starting position for the skins. Yeah, just remind me the name of the tight end again. Donald Parham. Okay, number 46. So, yeah, he's going to be someone I'm going to be keeping my eye out for. Definitely, definitely. We'll see what you can do. Uh, I'm just looking through your um, roster at the moment. The um, um, Brantley used to be ex-Brown. Yeah, Caleb Brantley. He's, he's, he's hurt at the minute, but, you know, we're hoping that he's going to be ready to go for... Um, uh, go for Browns on, on Thursday, you know, Friday morning kind of thing. But the big thing with him is is he kind of backed up a real good, young, hungry D-line in Ioannidis, Payne and Allen last year. You know, Deron Payne kind of came in our first-round pick and really kind of asserted himself as one of the, you know, best young nose tackles in the league. So, you know, it'd be interesting to see if Brantley plays. And if he does, I'm sure he'll be out to get a little bit of revenge for the Browns and letting him go. We'll just have to see. Yeah, because he was um, projected as first-round talent. And uh, I think we picked him up, I'm going to guess, fifth or sixth round. And I was hoping some real big things for him. But um, he was very um, hot and cold, basically. Yeah, definitely a, a hot and cold kind of player. And you've just got to hope that he can find, you know, a streak somewhere. Because, you know, he's hit 24. It's his second year in the league kind of thing. And, you know, they, they, they don't call it the not-for-long league for nothing. You know, so you just got to hope he picks it up. I'm I'm looking at your reserve list. You got Trent Williams, Alex Smith, uh, Boyce Love, Ruben Foster. It's quite a nice uh, reverse um, reverse list. You have a, a you know there, mate. If you didn't have these injuries, it could be a real force to uh, uh, mess with this year. I know, I know. Just, you know, unfortunately, we've ended up in a, in a league with, you know, undoubtedly a great uh, Cowboys and Eagles roster this year. But, no, I know the thing with Alex last year, you know, we were 6-2, and two, we were riding high, and, you know, the intrigue was really unfortunate. I think what all Skins fans are really happy with is that, you know, you know, Alex is out of the boot and he's back with the QBs and he's at least, you know, trying to help them be the best that they can. But you're right, and this whole saga with Trent Williams is... Uh, it's not looking great. We just signed the ex-All-Pro tackle from Oakland, Donald Penn, you know, and, and he's kind of released a statement saying he intends to play left tackle this year and he's good friends with Trent Williams. So, you know, it's, it, it's something to definitely monitor because we could be trying to trade him before the season starts. As much as I wouldn't want to, you know, the man's a future gold, gold jacket man. He's been consistently one of the top, if not the top left tackle in the league and we really will miss him. So you're right. At all then, we could we could be a real, real force. We'll just have to see what happens. And is there any indication that Alex Smith will be back this season? Um, you know, kind of when when we look at it, it's it's, it's not really likely at all. Um, we, we think he might be back to try and compete with Dwayne. 
and you know whoever it is out of Colt and um, Case Keenum, you know maybe for the start of next year. But what's most important is you know he's ever the optimist. You know I just read a story about how how he wants to be back as soon as possible. But but really we're probably looking at this whole year out. But that's not a bad thing. You know you have a rookie first round pick in Dwayne Haskins, who actually is very reminiscent of Alex Smith. You know a lot of a lot of play action, a lot of short sweep passes and the man finished with 50 TDs for Ohio State so if there's anybody that you know I'd want looking after him it's definitely somebody like Alex Smith yeah and um what do you think you get for Trent Trent Williams on a trade you know what's he worth really he's 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 worth the house you know he's a he's he's a top perennial pro bowl left tackle but when a guy's that vocal about not wanting to be around the team, you know, I, the best I can hope for is maybe a first and a, a fourth or a fifth. But, you know, even that first probably feels like a lot to pay. And when you have something like the Patriots sniffing around him as well, I, you know, I have a feeling it could be something like a second and a third or a second and a fourth. You know, I just feel like at the end of the day, whatever it is, we won't be getting value for the kind of player that Trent Williams is. Yeah, okay. And what's your uh, views on the Browns coming into this season? You know, I'm 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 excited for them. I think the AFC North is, you know, one of the most interesting divisions out there this year. Uh, you know, we spoke a little bit um earlier before before we started the pod, you know, the 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 Baltimore Ravens really do have quite a quite an easy start to their um season. They they open with Arizona. And then they, um, after that, move on to uh, the the Dolphins. Oh, sorry, no, they open with the Dolphins. And then it's on to the Cardinals kind of thing. And, you know, in in comparison to the Browns, you know, you have the Titans, who is a real 50-50 team. Some people think they're going to be playoff, you know, players. Some people think they, they might finish under the 500. But, you know, the Browns, I'm feeling good on Baker. I think he's got a lot of mouths to feed this year, definitely. You have the two all-pro wide receivers in Landry and Beckham. You've got one of the best up-and-coming talents at, at tight end. You know, you have a, a, a great backroom of, of running backs now. And you have that young Antonio Callaway, too, as a wide out. So, you know, Bates got to find a way to keep everybody happy. Of course, winning keeps everybody happy. But, you know, what I worry about with the Browns is, you know, you take one or two losses and I just have a feeling the wheels could start to come off. So, you know, I, I really think a good start for the Browns is really key to your season this year. And if you get that kind of start, who's to say you can't go all the way to the AFC Championship game? Yeah, I think that's the goal. Most Browns fans are hoping that we are going to uh, win the division or at least be really close to the Steelers at the end. How do you see it panning out? Do you see it Steelers, Browns, Ravens or Browns, Ravens, Steelers? You know, I think, I think, the Steelers are a great franchise and, and they're a great team. But I think this is the year that Big Ben gets exposed. You know, he, he, he wants to act like the good captain now. You know, a lot of people have been questioning his leadership. You know, the, the incident that happened with the Killer Bees, uh, of course, Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell. You know, I really think that's kind of understated. And of course, you know, they had James Conner, but Juju Smith-Schuster, he's going to become the number one. And he really profited off of, Antonio Brown being there so you know I actually see it being a battle between the Ravens and the Browns you know uh, John Harbaugh was asked at the start of the season about Cam Newton's um, rushing record for QB and I believe it's 139 attempts 
and John Harbaugh told the interviewer that if he was a betting man, he would bet the over on that, meaning he expects Lamar Jackson to run, you know, over 140, 150 times, which, you know, could lead to an injury, but also could lead to an offense we really haven't seen before. So, you know, I'd be really, really interested to see what happens with them. And I think it's going to be a shootout between the Browns and the Ravens. And I think we're kind of going to see that the Steelers needed, you know, Brown and Bell and uh, that they're going to be affected from it because everybody's going to have their page out on Smith-Schuster and Connor. But can't you just see Lamar Jackson just being, well, not found out, just being so predictable that, okay, he's, he's going he's gonna to run on this play, you know? So I can't see him throwing the ball a lot. He's just not confident at throwing the ball. Definitely, definitely. And this is what I mean. It's It's a real... You know, it, it, it's a real thing where the Ravens are either going to have a real good season, you know, 11 and 5, 12 and 4, or, you know, they're, as you say, they're also a candidate to go 4 and 12. They lost a lot of that defense. Uh, you know, CJ Mosley, Eric Weddle, big, big, big players kind of thing. And, and, and the, the real thing that you've got to keep in mind is that, as you say, he could get exposed, but, you know, they, they didn't draft Hollywood Brown for no reason. And I think. John Harbaugh, has got, I've got a lot of faith in him to be able to bring the best out of Lamar Jackson. So, as you say, I could be really wrong, but I think it's, if anything, it's going to be an interesting watch because it's going to be an offence we haven't seen before. And uh, how do you see your division uh, ending up? I wouldn't, I wouldn't be a Redskins fan if I didn't say I, I, I see us in it for a while, but the strength of the roster on the Eagles and Cowboys is, is undeniably strong. I think, I think you know, uh, the New York Giants are already pretty much reserved as the as the kicking bag for the division. But you know, I just I just hope that we can go out there. We've got a real hard start to the to the regular season. I just hope that we can go out there and compete definitely. But you know, I see. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if there was two playoff teams come out of our division, one of the wild cards, and of course the division winners. And uh, who do you see your quarterback being week one? Dwayne Haskins. I'm, I'm going to have to go with the kid. I think, I think if you know we can sort out this Trent Williams thing, and if we think that the um, O line can handle it, I think you got to go with the kid because, as you say, I understood what you guys were doing. I understood what the Jets were doing, but you know, if Dwayne Haskins starts, I don't expect you know miracles. All, all I want is for him to get NFL experience. And, you know, I would much rather see Dwayne Haskins get 16 games in a 4-12 and season than watch him get eight games and get chucked in when Colt McCoy and Case Keenum have gone 3-3. Three and three. You know, I, I just, I, I, would, I would much rather see the kid get some experience. It's an interesting call because as a Browns fan, we've obviously seen um, uh, Kaiser come in, go 0-16. First round talent, we could say. And... Yeah, he got burnt. And then obviously Baker came in uh, one third of the season through and he's he's had a lot more relaxing, better season. Yeah, sure. Not not as much pressure. I, I feel yeah, I think I think the big thing will be is that you know, it it it's it's sad to admit, but we've been a perennial, you know, five hundred team. Eight and eight, nine and seven, seven and nine, eight and eight. So, you know, he, he won't come in you know, Kaiser, I also agree. I thought he was a good talent at quarterback, but he came into a team where 
the whole city were crying and screaming for a win and they deserve it. Browns, you know, easily when you when you see the dog pound, one of the best group of fans in, in the whole NFL for, for when they turn up to games, they really do bring the noise. So, you know, I would hope that if we did give him 16 games, there wouldn't be a pressure on him to win right away. But, you know, I totally get what you, what you mean. Maybe six weeks to watch the offense up there to sit back and really see another quarterback do it could be really beneficial to him. So, you know, I have faith in John uh, Jay Gruden. Not a lot of people do, uh, you know, at the minute. And we've actually got um, a kid in a kid in the coaching staff who's calling the offensive plays this year that could be, you know, well, everybody wants to peg some guys the next Sean McVay, but a real, real <laughs> yeah, talent. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and let's not forget that Sean McVay and Kyle Shanahan both came from the Redskins. So we must be doing something right. Excellent. And uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, what games are you going to this year? You're going to come to Wembley and, and watch some games. You're going to go over to the States. Yeah. So uh, this year I've been, you know, lucky enough to to kind of have the opportunity to go over to the States and watch my skins for the first time at uh, FedEx Field, which is going to be a real special moment for me. You know, it'll be the first time I'm uh, I'm going over. So I'm actually going to see the uh, Jets on the 17th of November, then the Lions on the 24th. So, you know, it'll be really good. They're both home games, you know, both, you know, hopefully winnable games. And it'll be, it'll be really, really interesting to, to go out there and, you know, see, see what they can do kind of thing. You know, um, I'm not actually going down to any of the Wembley games this year. And believe it or not, it cost me less to buy the Redskins tickets and get a hotel in Washington, D.C. than what I would have to pay to get three tickets, you know, for me, my dad and, and my cousin who's going with me to get three tickets to Wembley. And, you know, that's three tickets that you might not even get. You know, I love how the NFL has come over to the UK. I love that we see it on our Sky Sports. You know, I love how big the game is getting in this country. You know, I played for a university team, the Derby Braves. Shout out to them. You know, I've, I've, I've just started up with uh, coaching with a team, the Kingston Patriots. You know, I, I love how the game is growing in this country. But, you know, Wembley still feels like a bit of a, a bit of a lottery and sometimes you know you can be priced out of that as well so I'd much rather go over and watch you know the Redskins at FedEx Field in DC and you know only pay as much as the flights kind of thing to to, to go and watch them in Wembley and, and try and get a, a hotel as well down there mate people are just selling the hotels off now I don't know if you've seen it but people rent the rooms don't even have the tickets and then kind of it's 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 it's, it's all become a bit of a, a bit of a farce really but you know, it's not to say I don't love the NFL coming down here and, you know, showcasing and, you know, choosing London to be their second base of operations. But, you know, I know some good guys that really wanted to go see some games in London that have either been priced out or have just been unlucky. Yeah, mate, I'm, I'm totally the same, mate. Um, I, obviously, I'll go to watch a game in London, but I want to see my team, my club play, not just a random game of uh, NFL. Yeah, exactly, mate, exactly. Mm. Well, Bobby, um, thank you very much for your time. I've looked at the bookies, well, mate, and, and, and you're slightly favourites for the game, I've looked. So, um, um, yeah, normally I like to go 4-0, and but every time in pre-season we've gone 4-0, and we've basically gone 0-16. and So uh, <laughs> Maybe if, a loss could be good. <laughs> yeah, so maybe a loss in pre-season could be a bit of a good omen this year for us. So, uh, um, But, yeah, it'd be a, it'd be a good game and... Uh, yeah, I'll give you a texture in the game and uh, see how we're playing out. Definitely, definitely. I'll be, I'll be keeping a close eye out. And if I, uh, 
if if any of those three guys make a make a big impact, I promise you, I'll be I'll be all over it to you. So yeah, but as I said, best of luck for the season, and I really think you know this is going to be a special year for you guys, your listeners, and you know the the whole fan base. And I I really do wish you the best, mate. Thanks a lot, man. I think for you, yourselves, I think you could be a secret dark horse. You could click and. Yeah, second place. I'm not. I don't know who would be. Yeah, obviously the Eagles is the obvious choice, but um, you know you could be a surprise package this year. You've got strength. You got strength. You're close. You know, you're not like a Lions or a Browns two years ago. Yeah, definitely. Or a Bengals that's about to come up. You know, you've got um, good uh, good depth. So um, yeah, I think uh, second this year in the league is a real good possibility. Hopefully, mate. I, I promise you, I have everything crossed for it. Um, <laughs> All right, buddy, you take care. Thanks a lot for your time, mate. You too, mate. Appreciate it. Cheers.